It's time to remember what our brave soldiers never forgot. American share, one flag, one home, and one glorious destiny. Fellow Americans, you're listening to Rose Unplugged. Joining me this morning is Matthew Boyle, political editor for Breitbart News Network. Hey, Matt, you've been pretty busy writing up a storm, haven't you? There's so much to, just so much to talk about, isn't there? It's been a heck of a news week. Let's just put it that way. It's been one thing after another. So, first, Robert Mueller, the president, then Michael Avenatti is arrested along with Justice Smollett's lawyer, his co-conspirator, and then Justice Smollett is all of a sudden cleared yesterday. Just okay. wow! How does that? I mean, honestly, let's start though with your exclusive that you had. Um, you wrote that Rand Paul said, you know, uh, told you exclusively on Tuesday that our president told senators at a weekly GOP luncheon that he backs his call for an investigation into the origins of the Russian scandal hoax. Yeah, so Rand Paul, uh, in the in the wake of the Robert Mueller report coming out, uh, which, again, clears the president on all allegations that he'd been facing regarding whether or not he colluded with the Russians, whether or not he engaged in obstruction of justice. Obviously, now we know for a fact that the president is a lie to say the president colluded with Russia. It is a lie to say the president obstructed justice on this investigation. Uh, so we know the president's been cleared. So uh, in the wake of this, uh, Senator Paul came out and called for an investigation into the Obama administration officials who led to the beginning of all of this. And we've seen all sorts of different details come out about uh, over the last couple of years uh, as this investigation has dripped out, dr- dragged on here, and, and uh, we've seen different things come out about the, the dossier, uh, the different people behind it, uh, the, uh, how Jim Comey uh, wrote uh, and then leaked classified memos with this conversation with the president to try to trigger the creation of a special counsel, what Andy McCabe did as the deputy director of the FBI, what uh, Bruce Orr did at the Justice Department, what Peter Strzok and Lisa Page did at the FBI. Uh, Also, what um, uh, Brennan and Clapper and Susan Rice did during the Obama administration. We've seen all sorts of different details about all of these different characters start to come out. And so Senator Paul has called for an investigation into all of this. Uh, uh, and now he also says uh, that President Trump backs this call for an investigation, as he laid out, uh, as the president laid out uh, during a meeting with Republican senators yesterday. Uh, and then in addition to that, Rand also says that these people should be subpoenaed uh, to testify up on Capitol Hill, particularly Brennan, Clapper, and Susan Rice, if they don't agree to cooperate uh, willingly. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And and when you you broke it down, you know, John Brennan lied. He um, spied on Senate and uh, on the Senate and tapped into Senate computers. And then um, Rand Paul told you that James Clapper, um, the reason he wants to to look into James Clapper and get testimony from him is because um, he came before the Intelligence Committee and said they weren't collecting all of our phone data um, so in official testimony, they lied. They lied. Yeah, and, and, and it's worth noting, too, that uh, in addition to their lies uh, under oath before Congress, would, speaking of which, that's the only thing that Roger Stone has been charged with by the Robert Mueller team. So I would hope that uh, now that we know that 
John Brennan and James Clapper lied under oath to Congress that they faced the same charges uh, by law enforcement, uh, and, and maybe that day will come, uh, but also dragged them back up to Capitol Hill uh, to testify about their role in this whole uh, investigation, because not only did they help the origins of the investigation when they were still working for the Obama administration uh, at the end of 2016 and beginning of 2017 during the transition, but then both of them left the administration, and one went to CNN, and the other one went to MSNBC. Yeah. So James Clapper went to go work for CNN, and John Brennan went to go work for MSNBC as contributors. And then they spent the last two years working for the opposition party media, uh, uh, again, continuing their lives and in, in pushing this false narrative on President Trump, uh, which was, again, an entire hoax. And so and this gets into... A, a really bigger problem that we have, which is the, the, the fake news. I mean, they, they lied repeatedly over the course of the last two years. I mean, there were thousands and thousands and thousands of articles that claimed that President Trump colluded with the Russians. There got, I, I don't know how long it's going to take us to get through all of these, but we're going to. Uh, and, uh, again, the entire national news media, with rare exception, was involved in this yeah. uh, scam. And when you talk about that, the news media and the scam, and then someone who is really complicit in all of that, and you wrote, uh, you wrote about it, is um, Adam Schiff. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had Greg Jarrett on this morning, and, you know, a lot of people are calling for his resignation um, as the, uh, on the Intelligence Committee chairman. But he, um, but Jared, um, Greg Jarrett said to me this morning, he feels he should resign from Congress. I and mean, that's never going to happen, but still. Whoever resigned from Congress, but here's the deal, is that the law, every day that he remains as the House Intelligence Committee chairman from this point forward, after he demonstrably lied multiple times, by the way, on the record, uh, by claiming that he had evidence of collusion. Well, he doesn't have evidence of collusion. First off, any interview he does right. from here on forward, any journalist who does it would be committing journalistic malpractice if they do not ask him and demand of him that he produce the evidence of the collusion that he says that he had. Uh, back in 2017, uh, because there is no evidence of collusion, because there wasn't collusion, as Robert Mueller has demonstrated. But the fact of the matter is, is that every moment that he remains in the position of the House Intelligence Committee chairman, he uh, he he he, uh, he damages the credibility of that committee uh, and. The, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, uh, as the Trump campaign told me the other day, uh, is personally responsible for him remaining in that position from this yeah. point forward. She could remove him right now if she wanted to. Uh, if she cared about stopping misleading the American people and providing the public with facts and accurate information, uh, rather than lying to them, if she wants to lie to the American people, she'll keep Adam Schiff in that position. If she wants to uh, uh, re- start to regain any kind of credibility for the Democrats after this disaster, she has to remove him. Uh, and you know she's not going to remove him, all right? No, you no. know damn well if it were a Republican who had done that. Um, that that the Republicans would insist on his removal. They would remove him from the committee, you know, at the very least. You know that's not going to happen. These people- yeah, by the way, they made Devin Nunez step aside during the investigation right. Right. Uh, when he had presented factual, verifiable Good point. information, right? Right. And Devin Nunez was right. 
in in his case that they made him step aside until they could verify it all. Uh, in the case of Adam Schiff, uh, uh, he will, he because Democrat there's a double standard in this country as we've seen over the course of this investigation. He'll probably get away with it. You know, there's so much corruption. I mean, when our president started, you know, he's been right on every count. You know, he started out by you know calling out the the media and and, and saying they were uh, fake. Fake news. He was right about that. When he said he needed to drain the swamp, he was so right. We had no idea two and a half years ago just how murky that swamp was. What kind of creatures were dwelling in that swamp? We had no idea. We suspected, but now we know. And it's ugly. It is so freaking ugly. You know, I have to say, Matthew, I, I, I even if I weren't a conservative and I were looking at all of this, I would have to say that I am disgusted at this point. Just disgusted with the dirty, yeah, it's dirty, it's disgusting. I, well, we've seen uh, up front and in, 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 up close and personal during the Trump administration. I mean, it's it's a wake up call, I think, to the American public, uh, just how bad it is in Washington D.C. Just how out of touch this permanent bureaucracy is. By the way, I don't think people understand this. The federal government has. Two million employees working for it. Two million people across the country and around the world work for the U.S. federal government. It's the biggest employer on the planet. And uh, that when when something like that happens, you start having uh, when a bureaucracy gets that big. And by the way, many of them are good people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say all federal government employees are bad. There's some federal. Many, many of them are decent people. Uh, but the point is that when you have a bureaucracy that, that's, that's that big, it can get out of control. Oh, yeah. And that's what's happened here. But, and you see that. Okay, and we're going to just switch gears for a moment because you brought it up and we, should, we need to discuss it. But you see that corruption not just um, in the federal government but in local governments as well when we consider the Jussie Smollett case. And the outrage right now that so many people are feeling, I mean, come on, you've got criminal, you've got people serving time in jails right now that that weren't hit with as many counts of felony that he was hit with. And 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 he has now been set free. I mean, my God. Yeah, it's a double standard. There's, again, if you're rich and famous and you're connected to the Obamas, you get to skate on criminal charges, clearly, in Chicago. Uh, you don't have to follow the law. Uh, that's the message that it sends. And by the way, don't take my word for it. Take Barack Obama's chief strategist, David Axelrod's word for it, or take his former White House chief of staff, the current mayor of Chicago, right. Rahm Emanuel's word for it. Both of them are out there saying that this is uh, a miscarriage of justice is a deal. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but it's worth noting that the prosecutor there was funded by George Soros yes. in her last election campaign. According to the Washington Post, George Soros put $300,000 behind Kim Fox's uh, yes, campaign. I thought it was more she than was that. She was supposed in fact. to be recused. Yes. Yeah, 300 I, I it be more than that, but that was the, the latest number that I saw. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it, again, this is uh, Soros funded her campaign, and she was supposed to be recused. Yeah, she she said she recused herself, but then we find out about the uh, exchange of emails or texts between herself and uh, this was right before she recused herself um, and uh, Hillary's uh, chief of staff. I can't think of her name, Tina something. I can't remember it exactly. But you know, and and here's the thing, you know, that I find absolutely amazing. I love that um, to atone for his uh, well, 
I guess is no longer a crime. He did 18 hours of community service. He did all of those hours with Jesse Jackson's push coalition. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what actual work he did. Paperwork, what they say. Some kind of he do? Yeah. Sitting yeah, behind a desk just, and pretending to do something. Who knows, right? Yeah, I mean, who knows anymore? Absolutely. Who trusts anyone anymore? I mean, this is just an outrage. It's an absolute outrage. When we heard the news yesterday, we were dumbfounded. Come on, weren't you? Yeah, it was It was astounding. But the fact of the matter is that, I mean, this just goes to show you that there's a double standard in this country. Again, if you're a politically connected, leftist, famous Democrat, you don't have to face the consequences for your actions. And that's, that's the message that that sends. And again, uh, uh, I think it's very interesting that there's all these connections back to the Obamas, and this happens the day yes. after yes. Michael Avenatti and his lawyer, uh, Justy Smollett's lawyer, Mark Garagos, who was a CNN contributor, uh, uh, were arrested on uh, 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 extortion charges by the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. Uh, and the day after, President Trump is pushing for uh, an investigation yes. uh, into uh, the Obama administration's handling of all this stuff. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting, that, and no one's really talking about this, uh, Justice Smollett also said, and I will continue my fight, you know, for, I forget what he, how he, you know, in other words, I'm going to continue to go after Trump supporters and this administration, basically was what he was saying. I, I mean, yeah. this is just, it reeks, it really does, it reeks. And um, on uh, Avenatti, he was, you know, he is so good at this. These these guys are so good at the spin. You know, now he's out there saying that this is all, you know, this is Nike's fault. This is and he's putting the blame and putting a spin on all of it. But he was arrested for alleged 20 million dollar extortion scheme against Nike and um, and charged with embezzling uh, clients money and defrauding a bank in Mississippi. So. He uh, he's got a lot of problems here. But if you think about it, last summer, I I just read this and I forget where it was. I saw this. It's probably media research, but um, or the Washington Free Beacon. Someone had this. Avenatti was interviewed 147 times over a 10 week period on broadcasting cable news shows. More than half of those interviews, 74 of them were on CNN. Nobody, no guest, not even Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders in 2016, received anything that was close to that in terms of media coverage, free media coverage, that the CNN gave to Avenatti. 147 times in a period of 10 weeks. CNN is personally responsible for everything Avenatti does point i mean they made him and so Mm -hmm. they they turned him into the monster that he is and uh and and again jeff zucker will say we're just reporting we're just reporting we're just having him on i i can't think of another person that they've had on as many times as they had on michael avenatti during any time frame at all uh not the president's lawyer no white house official no u.s congressman no no u.s senator it's just this is insane the the amount of time they had michael avenatti on because they really thought it was going to get him. By the way, it's it's pretty funny, right? So with the see Avenatti try to spin it and say it's all Nike's fault and everything. Well, aren't they all these people telling us that the the Southern District of New York is what's going to get Donald Trump? We should trust the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of New York. Uh, I don't know if they're going to actually get anything on Trump or Stormy Daniels or the, whatever the heck they're doing. But but the fact that and we'll see where that goes later. Yeah. But the point is is that. 
the same U.S. Attorney's Office that everyone in the media says in the wake of the Mueller report we should be watching for the future of Trump investigations is the one that charged Michael Avenatti with extortion. Wow. Okay, like, I mean, that's, that's the people that the entire media tells us to trust. So it's, I, I just think the whole thing's wild. It's, so, it's totally crazy. It's, and again, it's, CNN's personally responsible for everything he said. You know, everything he I agree with you. I do. And I think, you know what, I mean, for, for as difficult as it is to watch the insanity go down, I can't help but think that, you know, when it comes time now to seriously campaign for 2020, that this president, all he needs to do is say, I am not them. I am not them. And and, 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 and I think it's become so clear and the differences are so stark right now. I, I don't think there could be any confusion. One thing I have to just talk to you about, I only have like two and a half minutes, but no one voted to advance the resolution for the Green New Deal. Fifty seven voted no. And that included a bunch of Democrats, um, uh, Doug Jones from Alabama, Joe Manchin, of course, from West Virginia, Kristen Cinema of Arizona. I was surprised by that, actually. Angus King of Maine. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I thought it was brilliant that it was brought to the Senate floor. I thought that, um, it was hilarious that people just, <laughs> they didn't even, uh, they, what, how did they vote? I think they, they voted present, uh, on yeah, they it. voted yeah. present or they yeah. the didn't Demi- vote or something. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, but the fact of the matter is that the fact that it got zero votes for the green new, green new deal, um, just shows you how unpopular the policy is. Not yeah. one Democrat would go vote for no. it, right? Like, and so, and that a number of Democrats would vote against it is also important. But the uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's a radical socialist policy. It's out of touch with the mainstream. I mean, look, they would literally get rid of the internal combustion engine. So anybody out there that works in the automotive industry at all, they want to get rid of the Democrat Party which has embraced the Green New Deal, yeah. wants to eliminate the entire American automotive industry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that, it was a socialist makeover, yeah. And, 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 you know, kudos to Mitch McConnell, who forced it. You know, he, he brought the measure up for a vote so that he could get those Democrats to to say publicly where they, they stood on all of it. Well, Matthew, we have to go. You're awesome. Uh, I would encourage everyone to take a look at all that you've had to say. Um, you've got more coming from your exclusive interview with Rand Paul, Breitbart.com, and you can find him on Twitter at mboyle1, the number one, M for Matthew, Boyle, the number one. Thank you so much, Matthew. We love having you on. Yep, anytime. Thank you, babe. All right, we'll be back. 